Welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 14. So I'm excited about this episode and we got a lot of good content coming at you, but today we're talking about discipleship and I'm with Shayla McCormick. She has spent, um, how much time did you spend? Yeah. Um, So I spent a whole year in Colorado and I was at a camp called Sky Ranch and Um, It was a discipleship program, and there were 14 of us that actually we we said we all lived on a mountain together, so (laughs) that's that's just what we did, and we uh, went through a lot of the Bible and uh, grew together and just sharpened one another to look like Christ, and it was a really cool experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Moses met God on a mountain, Elijah went yes. up on a mountain, it's, I mean, just the mountains are the place to be. <laughs> Must be, yeah. It yeah. was a really good learning experience, and, um, and it wasn't easy. It wasn't like a breeze, yeah. or um, I think a lot of times people put on social media all the good, and that was probably what I did too, just because it was a beautiful place, but um, it did, it was, it was a lot of work. Yeah. 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 Sweet. I'd love to talk more about that. But yeah. just like you as a, like a person, like where are you at right now? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I actually moved back home. So that's been different, yeah. but <laughs> it's been really good. Um, so I moved back home in September. So about it would be like about three months from now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I work at an elementary school here in the Peoria area. And uh and I'm called an interventionist. <laughs> and so it's a fancy word, yeah. but um, I'm like an aide and I just um, help people where they're at and meet them where they're at with their grades and um, just do a lot of testing and trying to figure out, um, get them back into the classroom, I guess, kind hmm. of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. And like right when you came in, I know. Like you started talking to my mom. Yes. And like, we to find out you guys do like pretty close to the, the same, same thing. I think it is the same job, but just different, <laughs> different schools. School. Yeah. That was so fun. Yeah. That's exciting. It was just funny. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good to have someone that can relate to me on yeah. this because I'm like, I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> but yeah. 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 And honestly, it makes so much more sense because like when you told me that, I didn't really like fully understand it. But then like, I know what it is now because, yes. like, obviously, like, my mom talks about it, yeah. like, a lot. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it makes uh-huh. sense. Cool. Well, we're just going to start getting into it probably, and um, I have a couple questions here we can kind of work through and talk mm-hmm. about in our lives, but it's just, it's a, it's a really encouraging topic because it's, like, the essence of, like, being a Christian of, like, for us to make disciples of people that mm-hmm. would go out and um, share Christ and um, what he's done for us and that people will be grounded in their faith and to be rooted. And so that's where we, we love mm-hmm. talking about that as Christians and I love talking about it. So mm-hmm. if, if you just want to give us like a, a rundown of like, what is discipleship? Like what is right. biblical discipleship? And yeah. yeah, I would say biblical discipleship to me. I first, when I was like looking at this topic, I thought about Luke 5 and how Jesus selects his disciples and um, he goes out and selects Simon Peter, the first one, and um, and it's when he was fishing and mm-hmm. just being a fisherman, and yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is actually really cool because he like 
came and like met him where he was at mm-hmm. and I never really thought about That's that sweet. till now um, but um, also mm-hmm. just how um, he was able to connect with him right away and uh, so then I thought about the three-letter acronym mm-hmm. of LOG. <laughs> uh, so the first one being to learn God's word. And um, with this, I just think about Simon Peter and how he knew who Jesus was when he like approached him. And he obviously spent time um, learning who God was prior to Jesus approaching him because he was like, Master. He, re- he approached and he was like, Master. And... Um, so then Jesus actually also went on the boat, and before even um, talking to Simon Peter, he was teaching them how to fish and everything. And I was like, well, if I was in that situation and I was a fisherman, I'd be like, Jesus, I, I kind of already know how to fish. I've been doing this all day, you know? Yeah. But in <laughs> reality, he was like, hey, like, okay, I'll listen to you because you're Jesus, mm-hmm. and I will obey you. And that would be, like, the second letter that and the word log is obey God's word. And then the last one would be go, but I can elaborate on that too more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would love to talk about that. I think I kind of have like a illustration when Mm -hmm. it comes to discipleship that's kind of like in the essence of log. Mm -hmm. And it was, I went to a talk once on discipleship Mm -hmm. and the, the guy that was talking, his name was Andrew Knight and said, a disciple is someone who is discipled and who disciples. Mm-hmm. And so that's very jargony, <laughs> and I know it's not the best, but it's like no, basically it's if you are a disciple, it means you're being discipled and you're also discipling other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he gave this illustration of like there's a well on one side and a like a pit on the other side, like, you know, a murky mm. pit, and in between is a house. And he says for him, discipleship is to wake up every morning and to turn right towards the well mm-hmm. of living water and to feed himself with that and to bring others to that and bring others to go right. And it's kind of like Jeremiah when he says, like, um, to my, my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water, and hewned out cisterns for themselves, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And this, so you can see, think of it as like this murky water that's mm-hmm. muddy. And you got this living water, which is the, what we really need. And that's kind of the responsibility of discipleship. And like when Jesus says to teach all of them um, to go out and teach the nations, to observe all that I have commanded you. And yeah, he gives a promise that mm-hmm. he'll always be with us um, yeah. to the end of the age. And so that's kind of like our purpose right. in discipleship. And yeah. yeah. And I find that cool because you said that um, it's to... It has it's there's a meaning to it. It's not just like grabbing them and just being a friend. Like yes, that's part of it, mm-hmm. I think, but it's also to help them look more like Christ in hopes of you too, like as well. Because like you said, like people need to be discipled themselves in order to disciple. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. Yes. Um, I think that's something that a lot of times we don't even think about um, mm-hmm. ourselves. We just think, okay, let's just go, and we miss the. L-O before, you know? Um, Yeah. But, yeah, that was just, that's cool. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's a good thing to bring up. Like, why do you think it's important to be discipled in order to disciple someone else? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, First thing, thinking, is kind of like what we learned, like, when we were younger, of, like, our bucket filling up Mm kind of thing. And um, 
if you're continuously pouring out, you have to be poured into. And uh, that can also be through scripture every single day. Like, I think that's so important Mm -hmm. um, to try to seek out God's word every day. Um, But also seek out a community. And I know that's probably really hard right now Mm -hmm. with like COVID and stuff. But for sure, um, to even just text someone that you know, that knows who Jesus is, Mm -hmm. you know, and just have that community-based thing because you're going to learn something I think and if someone teaches you something then you can teach someone else and it's like kind of like a domino effect you know and so I think that it's important to be discipled because then you can kind of see like where your faults are and um, how to improve yourself in order to help another person if that makes sense yeah no absolutely and it takes a spirit of humility and Mm -hmm. to like receive that and have people point out things in your lives that need to be changed or or ungodly or or whatever and I I think what you said too of like it's just important to be filled with like filled yourself before you go out and pour into other people and I Mm. heard someone say once you're only as you can only disciple someone as well to the extent that you yourself are being like filled with the word of God Mm. and like you really can't like lead someone well and dude like even me like for me to like even talk about God like there's times when I haven't had my like personal time with God and I do something publicly for example this and I'm Mm -hmm. kind of ashamed when that happens because I think it's I'm not feeding people well I'm not leading people well if that's Mm -hmm. the case and so I just think it's important yes yeah I mean I think it's also I know that I've heard this like in Mm -hmm. many like messages and stuff like that of just the importance of like feeding yourself kind of Mm -hmm. thing and how spiritual fruit and food, spiritual food, is actually Mm -hmm. really important. And um, I think that that can be overlooked. And I think a lot of times also when you become, like, for me, if I, like, continue to read my Bible and I'm like, oh, I already read this, and sometimes I think, oh, I'm not going to get anything out of it, but that's not true, Mm -hmm. I first off try to pray before reading of, like, God, show me something that um, I can apply this to my life, mm-hmm. you know? And it it just blows my mind of what I usually can get out of it. And mm-hmm. also on top of that, um, I think it's important to just stay, like, young in our faith, mm-hmm. you know? And it had me thinking of uh, Chris Renzema's song. Yeah. Uh, it's, what is it called? It's Forever Young, mm-hmm. but it's, like, in parentheses, but, like, it's, it talks about like being older than our God. Mm-hmm. And when I listened to it with a friend, actually, we're like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. Like being older than your God. But in reality, it's a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to be like older than God because I already read the Bible like mm-hmm. all the way through. So I already know it. But it's the importance of like having that childlike faith. Yeah. You know? Dude, that's huge. Yeah. That's so huge. Like literally like um, I was on a run with the guy once and mm-hmm. I was telling him I, I memorized like part of the Beatitudes, and mm-hmm. I was going through it, and I said, like, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. And he was mm-hmm. like, what does that mean? And I yeah. was like, well, you know, if you're, if you've had something hard happen, like, you're really, you know, people that are mourning, mm-hmm. God will give you peace and comfort. And he was like, no, that's not really what it means. It means those that are broken for their sin. Mm-hmm. And I think it just made me realize, like, wow, I don't know that much as yeah. I think I know. Right. And it just, like, humbled me into this kind of spirit of, like, yeah wow, we, we can't come into this thinking that we have it all down. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not the, the man or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, we're not the people that know it all together. And so I think it's important. That is, yeah. 
Yeah. So let's talk about log. Like, okay. Learn, yeah, obey, and go. Let's, yes. Let's, get, let's yeah. do this. Okay. Um. Yeah. Learn. So. Okay. So kind of like what I talked about of how Jesus taught, like on the boat, about fishermen, and um, he first took them aside and taught them something that they may have already known, and this can go with our own walk mm-hmm. in our faith and he teaches me every day of something that I'm like I think I've already read this but <laughs> I, I yeah and so then it ends up being really good um, and then obey and this is one that I really like at first was like ah, I don't know if I should write this like mm-hmm. obey God's word but yeah. just because I think it it's hard sometimes and mm-hmm. it's hard to follow through with what you know um, God is calling you to mm-hmm. and I think also it goes back to where I, like going to Colorado like I did not want to go there yeah. and spend a whole year on a mountain <laughs> <laughs> I was like I am not doing this but uh, in reality it was the best thing for me mm-hmm. and um, it helps shaped who I am and it also just shaped me to look more like Christ and which I hope that that's also true I, th- I believe that's how that happened but yeah, and so it was just really important. So I think obey God's word. I also thought about um, a passage of in, in James, James one twenty two. So um, I spoke about this passage in uh, Montana at one one time, and I just really loved the book of James. But James one twenty two it just talks about how to be doers of what the Bible says and not just hearers. Mm-hmm. And um, I. I just was like, oh, that's interesting. But as long as you keep going on with James one twenty two, like the first twenty three, I think it talks about how to look intently into the Bible um, as it is like an image to mm-hmm. like who you are. And um, this word intently, looked intently, it sparked my interest of what that actually meant. And it um, lined up with Luke twenty four twelve, which actually also with Peter there. Um, ran into the tomb and saw that Jesus was not there. And the word look intently is the same Greek word from looking intently into your Bible mm-hmm. as it is in looking for the tomb. And I'm huh. like, oh, wow. that's so interesting because Peter would not like just go up there and be like, oh, okay, Jesus not here. No, yeah. he's going to like actually look in sure. and be like, what is going on, you know? Huh. And so it really like sparked my interest of obeying God's word is also like doing what it says mm-hmm. and to not just overlook what it says, to actually really look intently into it. Hmm. Yeah. That is sweet. Yeah. No, I think that's that's a great, like, um, what's, is that an acronym? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, acronym. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think it's great. It, it sums it up really well. Mm. And there's just so much, I think it's just really helpful to, for that. And so with, like, learning, there's a lot of it is coming to of like just observing someone's mm. life and yeah. how they follow Christ. So it's kind of mm. like when you are discipled or you are asking to if you can disciple someone, mm-hmm. it's kind of asking that a person would follow you as you follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And like Paul says that of like be imitators of me as I imitate God or mm-hmm. imitate Christ. And mm-hmm. I think we have these like people in our lives that are placed and they aren't Jesus, but they're following Jesus to the best of best of their ability, and I think it's just helpful to have those people in our lives. If, right. If you, and if you don't have that, that person in your life, I would um, encourage you to go out and find someone that 
is um, more mature in Christ. They may mm-hmm. not be older, maybe necessarily, mm-hmm. but I think it's just important that they're more a mature yeah. Christian. And so I, sometimes it's called like life on life discipleship of just like spending time mm-hmm. with a person. And mm-hmm. I think like even you see this with uh, Peter, like when he his like mom was like really sick mm. I think in the beginning and okay. Jesus comes to eat like dinner with them and he heals like Peter's mom and so he's like eating meals with them all the time mm. and, and like getting to know them and it wasn't like as much like Jesus sat down and was intentional and was like hey I want I'm going to teach you this and he mm-hmm. really poured into his disciples mm-hmm. and just them but a lot of time it's like he's just living he's just himself like acting um yeah, in a godly manner. Yeah. Oh, I I think Paul also does this with Timothy, mm-hmm. and like yeah. he, he kind of went out and like he like found like Timothy in a way of like he there's this like father and son like relationship, mm-hmm. and he, there's a time when even Paul goes and they're gonna go to a certain people group. I don't necessarily remember if they're where they're going. Um, obviously, I think in some mm-hmm. ways he's going to the Jews and Timothy's he's not circumcised. Mm-hmm. So Paul has Timothy get circumcised in order to go there. Mm-hmm. I just think it's really interesting that that went down. And anyways, like Timothy would follow Paul to a lot of the places he was going to. And so he witnessed the, the persecution that they um, experienced. And mm-hmm. like, it wasn't when, when Timothy knew what he was supposed to do, he didn't have a question about what he was supposed to do because he was just watching right. Paul and he was with ta- Paul all the time. And yeah. So. Yeah. And Timothy became like a great leader. I think it was in Ephesus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that that's really cool of how, yeah, he did watch that and he was able to take on some qualities of Paul, but in reality it came from Jesus. And, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and then equip that into hopefully like making disciples of his own, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, yeah, and that's something that I try to encourage um, my girls this summer. So, mm-hmm. um, and now I'm kind of going to go back, but yeah, like... Go ahead. With Colorado, like what our program was set up was, is that you come in in August and you are discipled yourself. So we have a leader who um, does Bible studies with us, but we also are assigned a mentor Mm -hmm. um, who is off the mountain. (laughs) And um, my mentor was amazing. Like she, she just did a lot of really cool things with me. I learned a ton and I learned how to quilt, so that was cool. <laughs> but um, wow. yeah, and then on top of that, we just got really like, poured into you from August up until like May, and in between then, actually, we got to go on this big trip, mm-hmm. and that was just it was mind blowing. It was just crazy cool, and uh, basically, they take you on a trip and they don't tell you where you're going, and so that sounds kind of weird, <laughs> but. <laughs> But they, yeah, so then you get on this plane, and um, we actually, they, we flew to Orlando, mm. and uh, we got to experience, we got to go to Disney, and then we got to go on a cruise ship, and that was my favorite part, was going on the cruise ship, because being off the, like, being on the mountain, you kind of get put in this box, and mm-hmm. you kind of, like, don't see how much you're growing or looking like Jesus. And then once you get off the mountain and there was, um, there was like 30 of us that were on this cruise ship because it was a fellowship program of what I was in, in Colorado. And then there's one in Texas. So we met up with the other group and there's all of us that were so on fire for the Lord, but it's one of those things where we didn't really know it when we were on the mountain because we were all kind of like 
imitating each other. Mm-hmm. And but then being outside and on the cruise ship, there were so many people that were unreached, but we were able to just go out and talk to them about the Lord. And it was so easy. Mm-hmm. And I've never been able yeah. to really just be like, oh, hey, like, have you heard of Jesus? <laughs> like, yeah. not like that. Like, I mean, I, I just never really had the boldness to do that. And I think it was just a time of like preparation mm-hmm. of being discipled and being able to go, which is the G and log of and sharing who Jesus is to mm. other people, whether they're believers or not, and just kind of connect with people, like you said. Mm. So, yeah. 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 Mm. And then after that, in the summer, um, we get placed in these um, on these different teams. So you'll get sent out to the different locations around Sky Ranch, and I was placed at where I actually was located at the whole year. Mm. Um, and I was a... Um, they called us core, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure. It's part of Corinthians. They actually never mm-hmm. told us that what it meant. Huh. But it was a leadership role um, with, and I had five college girls that mm-hmm. were under me. And I, something I always just told them, they would always be like, we love, like, looking up to you and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, I, I love that. But also I want them to look more like Jesus. Yeah. And so that was, like, the main goal. And I think it goes back to the humility thing because I mm-hmm. think sometimes we get, we could get caught up in being like, oh, like, I'm the best. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do, you know? And <laughs> yeah. that happens, like, it can happen all the time mm-hmm. with me. Like, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm the one that did this. In reality, it's like, okay, let's have a check here. And it's actually Jesus because I want them to see Jesus in me and not um, them just praising who I am, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's huge. It's yeah. like Paul when he's saying um, there's, like, a dispute on, like, uh, the different people of, like, you know, Apollos watered and, like, God gives a growth. And it's like there's different people, different people, like, oh, this person discipled me. No, this mm-hmm. person disciples mm-hmm. me. And it's like, no, it's like you are all one in Christ. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to realize that, of, like, you no one person is the, the complete package. They don't, they're not the complete, like, disciple or whatever because there is no one besides Christ that right. can do that for us. And, mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's hard. I mean, something yeah. in my life, it, you know, it's pride and yeah. so. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you just, like, have to speak to, like, my girls this summer. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care for, like, the worst Camp Works team out there. That's what our title was, mm-hmm. Camp Works. And they kind of looked at me like, what? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, as long as you come out of this place looking more like Jesus, yeah. that's the goal. I don't, like, it's okay if we do horrible. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, yes, try to try to do your best, yeah. but you know, yeah. and that was also a good thing for me to say to them to help with my own, like what you said, like with like pride and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because then it gets it out in the air and it's like, I just want, this is like the end goal and hmm. let's all be on the same page and try to shape people looking more like Jesus, you know? Yeah. I think it's cool. It's why it's kind of be why learning and obeying comes before going of like it's just important Mm -hmm. that you are yourself like are wanting to go out but first to like be just satisfied in Christ and the guy that discipled me like he um just had one simple thing that he wanted from us kind of the same thing Mm -hmm. of like I just want you to love Jesus more today than you did yesterday and if by the time you leave college that you are 
grounded in Christ and you love him more and mm-hmm. that's that's all I could ever ask and mm-hmm. it's all he, he wanted and um, obviously he he loves it like when I go out and share my faith or or do like go out and obey obviously that's the, the end goal mm-hmm. but like if if we're not loving Christ then it's not going to go well you know right. it's not yeah. going to last long yes so yeah for sure yeah, yeah. okay um I have a quick story. I mean, yes. it's, it's nothing big, yes. okay. but um, just as far as like spending your time and just like giving people a perspective on like what is what does this mean for us? What is discipleship? And uh, I was training for a race, like a marathon, mm-hmm. my sophomore year of college, and I went out and I wanted to. I had a long run, and so I wanted to run from Bloomington to Gridley, and mm-hmm. I was going to get picked up there by the guy discipling me. Yeah. And so I was like, dude, this is kind of a thing, and I was kind of like, oh, I really hope, because honestly, not a lot of people would mm-hmm. do that, pick me up and like drive, you know, 20, 30 minutes or whatever to Gridley and, you know, pick some guy up on his Saturday mm-hmm. morning or something like that. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, a 20-some-year-old, um, like, upper 20s. I'm, like, a, you know, young college dude and like what why would he spend his time and so anyways it, it made a huge impact but like as like when we got there like we sat down we're kind of just like talking I'm I'm kind of pooped mm-hmm. but he just starts like sharing with like hey like you know talking about how like our hearts are like we worship idols and how like our hearts are idol factories and mm-hmm. that moment just really stands out in my life just because of like he just kind of like first he like he met my needs and then he's also like helping me grow like spiritually and same time it's like we just on the way back he just we he just asked me questions about me and um he just really cared and not even anything necessarily Mm -hmm. spiritual but just like he was just a great um friend yeah and so i think uh it's just helpful to like and be with people and just let Mm -hmm. their character like be on you and Mm -hmm. i think that was an impactful moment in my life yeah um and to build that relationship with those people and like mm -hmm. how you can take that relationship and um it could be a discipleship, you mm-hmm. know, but I mean, also that realizing that not everyone wants to be discipled exactly. and it kind of like proves of how Jesus went out and selected mm-hmm. 12 disciples. He didn't just, um, you know, he didn't think everyone wanted to be discipled because sometimes people are just looking for like a worship like night, yeah. you know, or, um, just spending time with friends, like you said. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah. And, I mean, you can incorporate, like, di- like little pieces of discipleship wherever you go. Yes. And so, like, kind of like what you said of how he was there for you, I think that is such an important role that can be, like, discipleship, and that's cool that he mm-hmm. does that, but um, it doesn't have to be, like, very formal. Yeah. So, yeah. And a lot of the guys in college that I was trying to get to know, um, and I wanted to disciple in a way of, like, they weren't even Christians yet. and. Mm. Um, just of like the fact of like you know some, like you said like sometimes it starts like which is like getting to initiate like just being around them and getting to know them and ask them spiritual questions mm-hmm. like what did you grow up going to church you know what's your like spiritual background do you have any spiritual beliefs and getting the, the know people and also just like lead them and like do fun things with them and like I think that it's like me doing fun things with people has opened up conversations to like where it's maybe hard to talk about mm-hmm. and so sometimes it's like kind of part of like discipleship is like obviously someone has to be evangelized to be discipled yeah. and so I wrote this down as like the four E's of discipleship mm. and so the first one is evangelize the second is establish 
so that a person is um, has a right relationship with God and others, and then to equip, you know, to give skills to study their Bible and mm-hmm. to share their faith and mm-hmm. to help others do so and export and to mm-hmm. send them out and to go, yeah. um, kind of like we're talking That's about. That's cool. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that especially now, I think creativity mm-hmm. exactly. um, yeah. is something that people are starting to show, I guess. Uh, and um, something that I think about is like social media and mm-hmm. how so many people look at social media every single day. And um, I actually listened to something about mm-hmm. social media of how um, people compare themselves to a lot of people on social media all the time, mm-hmm. right? And um, and I know people have heard that before, mm-hmm. but in reality, they could be comparing themselves to like me and like my experiences on social media. And um, so then I kind of like switched things around and the things that I would post on social media, I wanted it to reflect Christ. Mm-hmm. And so then they could compare themselves to me, sure, but in reality, like they're looking at something that is important to me, which is my relationship with Jesus. And so hopefully they get something out of it to be able to compare themselves to Jesus, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so I think that's like a good like creativity or creative thing yes. to do. Um, hmm. especially now with exactly. being COVID <laughs> stuff like that but yeah no I agree it's like we do have to get creative especially now in COVID times so I want to give a quick vision for people and then we're going to give you some mm-hmm. application mm-hmm. takeaway yeah so the the vision I want people to see is that in your life of like when you when you look you know a, a thousand years from now And you look back and you can see um, the spiritual children you've made because of being faithful to not, you know, a hundred different people, but maybe just one person in your life that you were faithful to help them grow in their faith. And uh, it really, when you think about it, this Mm -hmm. is the concept of multiplication of like, if I spent my time with one person and that person went out and spent their time with one other person, like this would it just multiplies mm-hmm. comparing it to if I spent my time and if, for if I was a stud of a, you know, disciple or whatever, and I, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred people came to Christ, but none of those people did the same thing, it wouldn't even compare. It's mm-hmm. like, and so just the concept of uh, multiplication and like when you get to heaven and mm-hmm. there'll be people there of like, hey, like, thank you for being faithful to Christ because you're my spiritual great 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 grandfather because yeah. you shared your faith with my dad or, or something or whatever yeah, yeah we don't know like the, the no. impact from what generation that's true but. yeah and that's a good point to think about because i think yeah like we never know the end goal we don't know what kind of seeds we're planting now mm-hmm. and uh this is a funny like little visual but i thought about aspen trees and yeah. uh there's tons of aspen trees around colorado mm-hmm. and how uh the, i don't know if you know the concept of aspen trees but really. i didn't really know either until i was out there but of how it's actually like an attached like organism and mm-hmm. how like one of them will sprout and then all of a sudden you'll start seeing like another one start sprouting near it. Really? It's so weird. Wow. And that's just how they grow is that once one kind of starts growing, then it just puts like a whole entire like garden of aspen trees. And because um, their seeds are just dispersed everywhere. And I think that's just such like a visual of like discipleship, yeah. kind of like what you said of how 
you don't know where people are at and everyone's mm-hmm. kind of on their own journey and they are at just exactly. separate places and same as like the aspen trees like they're at separate places but <laughs> they're just beautiful and they're yeah. so cool just huh. to think about how like aspen trees are kind of like people <laughs> yeah. yeah huh that's yeah. super cool yeah yeah be cool. like christ be like an aspen yes be an aspen <laughs> be an aspen <laughs> yes um there's a sweet verse in second timothy 2 2 which says um, Paul says, And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Mm. And I think it's a cool verse of, like, Paul has this vision in mind, the mm-hmm. same thing of, like, I want, I'm giving you this, this um, what I've entrusted you, he's entrusting them with the gospel, mm-hmm. to go out and to, to share it with people that are faithful also, and mm-hmm. so that the, the gospel would continue and Christ would be magnified. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's, it's a great verse. And this is bringing us into the application. So mm. a, an application I had was read Second Timothy. It's Paul's letter to Timothy before he dies. And it's a majority of it is about mm-hmm. discipleship. And so I don't take my words for it or Shayla's words for it, but right. Second Timothy does a great job of like what God says about what discipleship is and what it should look like in our lives. And it's Paul's dying letter to Timothy. Of, mm-hmm. Like he knows he's going to die soon and he's passing on all the knowledge that he can give him mm-hmm. so that he could... Um, go out and um, do what Paul's been doing. Um, And also I I had another one um, of just a simple one of um, go out and um, if you don't have someone discipling you already of Mm -hmm. trying to find a way where you can have someone mature to mentor you and disciple you. And I don't say there's a one shoe fits all Mm because I think it varies from people to people and even your parents may be the person discipling you. I don't know what it's going to look like, but um, in some shape or form, Mm -hmm. um, we need yeah. that. Yeah. And yeah. And Seek it, out those people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And I think the one other thing was to also do that for other people. And mm. it doesn't have to be anything big yeah. and it doesn't have to happen all at once, right. but just like be faithful to one person in your life that you think you can find. And, mm. um, I think that would be a great place to start. It doesn't have to be anything big, but yeah. Just, yeah. Yes. Log. Log. Learn. Log. Obey. <laughs> Go. Go. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Do you have anything else you wanted to share? Do you want me to do a takeaway? Yeah, that'd okay. be awesome. Yes, yeah, so Matthew 24, or Matthew 7, 24, mm-hmm. um, it says, Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So just hearing God's word and um, will just be a success later on. Not hearing, but also doing. So hearing mm-hmm. and doing God's word yeah. will be a success in someone's else, someone's life later down the road. And so that I know a lot of people think about like the houses on the rock and the sand, but mm-hmm. I just think that's a cool concept and how to hear the word and do the word and um, you will be successful mm. in Jesus. So. Mm. Yeah. Good. Sweet. Well, awesome. Thank you for spending the time. Just like Shayla prepared a lot here, and it's, I think it's really helpful for yeah. our conversation. And, yeah. Um, I hope it's helpful for people listening. And uh, yeah, thank you. Um, and thanks for coming. Yes. To of course. It's so fun. Cool. This. Um, cool. And so we're going to end every episode with, um, and that's how you trust God, bro. And and that's so, how you trust God, bro. Okay. So it like, oh. all kind of sound like one, two, three. Okay. okay. And, and that's, that's how you trust God, God bro. bro.